Hi, thank you for joining us on Realty Check. I'm your host, Trish Williams, and we're here today in part four of our series. We've been doing a, a four-week a four series on how to start a career in real estate and things you need to know about starting a new career in real estate. And on today's show, part four, our finale, we have Kimmy Carmack. She's a student in pre-licensing classes right now, the classes that you need to take to get your real estate license. And she's going to tell us today about what to expect from those classes. And you're gonna hear it firsthand by somebody that's in school. So everything's fresh in her mind right now. As realtors, when we finish that school, you know, a lot of times we're like, whoa, I don't even remember that, that, you know, those 90 hours were insane. And I don't remember all of the content, you know, you, you cram study for that test and you forget a lot of things, but everything's fresh in her mind because she's there in the courses right now. And that's what we're going to talk about. So welcome to the show, Kimmy. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. So, uh, this is Kimmy Carmack and Kimmy, how long have you been doing your pre-licensing classes? I started like the end of January, so just a couple of months. Okay. And are you doing, um, I assume you're not doing live in-person classes? No. Okay. You're doing them online? Yes. Okay. And do you have a schedule that you have to do it every night or is it basically on your own schedule? Like you choose the times that you go and you study and do classes at your own pace. Um, I'm just kind of doing it at my own pace. At first I was like, I'm going to do a chapter a day. And then I realized how hard it is and how much you have to learn. And so I'm, my goal is now to do a chapter a week. Okay, perfect. And for the people out there that are thinking of um, joining real estate school or working on getting their license and all of those things that they're um, that they're working on, do they, um, if they're working a job right now and they're doing this kind of part-time going to school and trying to um, take in the information and get their courses done, um, they could definitely work that around their schedule and their absolutely. work schedule? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so there's no, you don't have to show up at 7 o'clock, basically. No. No, it's up to you. That's awesome. That's really good. That's a good resource. Um, how long are each of the classes? And are they classes? Like, is there like an hour-long class? Or um, do they, you know, can you go in for 20 minutes and log out? Or how does that work? Um, so you just log in and then each chapter there's a summary and on the summary it just kind of goes over what's in each chapter and then at the end of the summary there's a little quiz and it's normally about 20-30 questions and then you have to get a certain percentage to pass that quiz. Okay. And then after you completed that then it tells you how much percent of the course you're complete. Okay, perfect, perfect. So. Um, and that is if you were in one, I guess, chapter and you didn't finish it all in one evening, you can do part of it and then pick up where you left off the next day. Absolutely. So super flexible on your schedule. Yes. That's, that's amazing. That's really good. Um, was it what you expected it to be? No, it's super hard. <laughs> is it super hard? Okay. When you, um, so when you came to this idea, you obviously you're taking classes because you want to be a realtor. Yes. Right. So let's talk about that for a second. We had, we, me and Kimmy were talking about this a little bit before <laughs> the show. Realtor. Um, so when you go to a doctor, you don't go to a doctor, you go to a doctor. And when you go, um, when you get your real estate license, you, um, or you sign up for the, um, you know, the MLS or the association of realtors, you become a Realtor, not a realtor. 
just a little tip for you guys out there because we hear that a lot. Most uh, There's a lot of people out there who call it a realtor. It's realtor, right? Yes, it, it, yes. you made me giggle when you said it. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Um, so, when you, um, so when you decided um, to take these courses, you said, I want to be a realtor. I want to get out there. I want to sell homes. I want to live this like crazy life that, that realtors live. And trust me, it is a crazy life. Um, that, um, so you, you registered and you signed up for classes. Yes. Um, so I've always been intrigued by real estate. I love house hunting. Love house hunting. It's super yes. fun. Yes. yes. So I always kind of thought that I have the sales and personable skills to be able to pull this off. Yeah. And so that part's easy to me to the communication between people, the perkiness, the niceness, just make the sale part, all that's nice. The book work, that is so hard to me. Yes, absolutely. And you know, I, um, you came out and you shadowed with me for a, li for a little while, a few days, and we were out in showings and you just you caught on, you picked up everything real quick. I definitely think it's a, a good spot for you and you're gonna do really well in this. So. A day in the life of Trish. I got to hang out with her for a whole like week and I just kind of shadowed her to see if I could do what she does. And yeah. I actually think I can. Yeah, I can. no, you picked up immediately. You were, you were really, really great. You know, one of the things that I think is so important in real estate, especially when you're working with buyers out showing homes and being comfortable talking to them. Because uh, when buyers are, you know, when they're looking through homes or you're walking through a home with a buyer, they're going to, you know, they ask questions, they want to know things, they, they want to, you know, they, you, you have to be comfortable enough to be able to get out of them what, uh, what questions they have, you know, and, and make them feel comfortable. So that's... Yeah, no, that's the easy part for me. Yeah, no, definitely. So you're, you're going to do great. I know you will. Um, so when you, when you got into your licensing classes and licensing school, were you expecting it to be like, um, talking about showing houses and talking about yes. that part of it. Yeah, that was um, interesting. I mean, it was a while ago when I did my pre-licensing classes, but one of the things that I was a, a, a bit surprised about is like, I don't even think that gets mentioned, right? You're like- Not at all. How does the, how does all that stuff work? Where does that come in? Like when, when's the fun stuff start, right? So, so the classes can be, um, can be very, um, I guess, you know, a lot of uh, book work, rules, laws, um, things you need to learn um, about, you know, math and, and uh, formulas and stuff like that. Yeah, and I am a more personable person, so you think they would teach that in school, the communication between people that needs to be had, and it's not. It's all book work, and I'm more of a hands-on person, yeah. so for me to comprehend the book work was a little complicated for me. Yeah, most definitely. And what um, the chapters that you've done so far, just to let the audience know what kind of topics are discussed, what, um, what are a few of those? Um, one was appraisals and value. The one I'm on right now is real estate math. Okay. A little stumped on that one. It's, the formulas are super complicated. Right. And from what I hear, you don't even do that. <laughs> Most of it is not. So um, it depends on the clients that you're working with. But, um, you know, definitely if you're working with an investor, the things that you're learning like ROIs and things like that are going to apply. Um, but if you're, you know, a traditional home buyer, they're not looking for their, you know, return on investment on rental income or anything like that. They're just looking at, you know, what's the best payment? What's the best home for me? So there are some of those things. We, we talked a little bit about like square footage, you know, knowing how much square footage is in an acre. Um, 
yeah, that's good knowledge to have, but a lot of it is um, is things that that are going to be calculated on your you know your MLS detail sheets and and you don't have to walk around every day like a human calculator. So, so do they let you use a calculator on the test? I don't think so. Really? Oof. I don't. Hmm. Because some of the equations, like. Do we use a calculator? Maybe there was. I think there was a calculator on the screen. Oh my gosh, I feel like it was forever ago. I don't remember. I really don't remember. So that's a good question for your uh, your instructor. Yeah. <laughs> I think they do let you, I know that you're not allowed to have any notes. You can't bring in any notes. Mm -hmm. They literally like pat you down before you go into the test. Really? But I can't remember if they give you a calculator or not. They might. I think they do. Yeah, and I think that's the hardest part for me is the calculator right now or the, the real estate math and the different equations on how to figure out the answers that they want and stuff like that because I can look at a check and tell you what 20% of that is. I know what to tip, yeah. but I can't look at a, a real estate question right now and tell you what the answer is just yet. So I need to figure that one out too. Yeah, percentages are a big, you will learn how to calculate those in your head like nothing. <laughs> so I could, I could run those numbers in seconds now, which, you know, before it was, uh, you know, just not something that a daily skill that I use. And, you know, of course, percentages are definitely a daily skill I use. So you pick up, you, you know, through experience, you'll, it'll just become second nature, most of the things that you do. Um, so things like, you know, real estate appraisals, your real estate appraisal chapter, um, of course, that's going to be very important to know because real estate appraisals are um, the formulas and the things that we do there is how we run comparables, how we give mm -hmm. people their um, pricing recommendations and things on listings, make sure that we price it right. Even for buyers, before we make an offer, we want to make sure that there's a chance of it appraising. So yeah, there are, it gets really in depth, I'm sure, in the classes, but there are, you know, uh, pieces of that that we will apply into our daily activities. Um, I was researching YouTube videos and trying to figure stuff out to help me comprehend better than actually like just reading the book. And a little fun tip that I found about comparables uh -huh. is that you don't adjust the subject property. You always adjust the comparable. Yes. And the way this man explained it was put your hands up. Okay. And... So say this is the subject property and the comparable doesn't have a family room. So it, the comparable is down here. Right. So to get the comparable to compare it to the subject property, you need to adjust the comparable up. Yes. So yes. I'm going to be like this in the test. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, <laughs> no, most, most definitely because the, um, that, that helps you um, create the, the price. Find, yes. Find the price, find the value. Yes. So your comparable will always, your subject property will always stay solid. Absolutely. Comparables always adjust. Yeah, yes. absolutely. When we, when we build our CMAs, that's how we, uh, how we do that, um, how we do those calculations. So that's a good one. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah. And that is those, um, you know, and I, and I was telling you the, uh, the ROI formula, you know, there was, when I was in school, there was a, a, maybe a video or something I had found for that, that, um, that formula where you, you know, you draw a little, like, look like a little happy face guy mm -hmm. to, to remind you how to do the, um, the, the calculations for it. So yes. Yeah. Looking up those hit, those tips and those hints are definitely going to be very helpful for you when studying. Um, what are, um, so what study resources do you have? You log into your classes online. Do they give you any kind of resources to help you 
learn and to help you study other than what you what your online classes are? Um, yes. Yeah, so you have an option to purchase eBooks to just have the books online and okay. or you have the option to purchase them and just have the actual books and i purchased the actual books because i wanted to write in them write little notes and stuff like that and so they gave me two books a state law book and the national book okay and they also give you options to purchase other books but they said these were the basic ones so i just kind of stuck with those and if i want to get other books i can always get those at a different time what kind of other books do they have do you know? um to like cram for the oh final study guide yes yes yeah. yeah um do they have i know some real estate schools have like a um it's like a weekend crash course for studying did they mention that to you that they, they did. have that available they yeah. did yeah i think most of them do where like right before you're about to take the the, the actual test, the licensing test, um, they will, um, you come in for the weekend and you just cram everything you can possibly do and refresh on everything. And um, it's basically like a big uh, crash course, I guess. Yeah, course. I think I'm gonna do that, but I'm gonna wait until I get all my notes and all my knowledge in and then try to do a cram course. I've also found a couple online things that, um, I think it was called Real Estate Wizards. Okay. And they offer a pretest. Okay. And so I got went through there and I kind of see how many answers I can get right and All right. kind of what questions they answer and stuff like that. You know, I think I did something of the sort too because I, I remember doing a ton of practice tests. You know, I mean, you definitely at the time that you go to take the actual test, you know, the the main test, you want to make sure they they charge you every time you have to retake it. So yes. you, you want to make sure that you, you know, give yourself the best chance of passing it the first time, you know, passing it the first time would be great. Um, if you don't pass it the first time, of course, don't be discouraged. There's plenty of people I know that are amazing realtors that had to take the test a couple times. So it's not easy um, by any means. Um, you know, sometimes in your pre-licensing classes, you're going to have, you know, you're like, oh, these are easy. This is great. You know, is this going to be how easy it is in, you know, when we go for reels? And it's not. Um, so tell me a little bit about how easy it is on the pre-licensing test that they have at the end of the chapters. Oh, I haven't even gotten to the, the full test at the end of the chapter, um, like the end of the book yet. But each chapter, I actually go through those on my own before even reading the chapter just to see what's common sense to me, what okay. I actually know before I have to read it. And I'll see what answers I know prior to that. And then if I don't know, then I'll like skim back through the chapter and look for that keyword and read that little paragraph and see how I can answer this question. And the different, every question is multiple choice. So that's really helpful. Like yes. you kind of do process of elimination. What doesn't make sense at all? Right. What does make the most sense? And then I'll read those keywords and then I'll kind of come to the conclusion. Funny thing is I just now realized all the answers are in the back of the book. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that at first. So, I mean, I guess it's good that I didn't know that because yeah. now I'm like learning and I'm studying. But now that I do that, know that, I'm like going through everything and checking and making sure I have everything correct. Making sure you have the right answer. Yes. That is very important. You want to make sure that your answer is right and why, if it's not right, why is it not right? Uh, one of the things that I, one of the things I hear commonly about the actual um, licensing test is there's a lot of, um, uh, trick questions. Yes. Just like a DMV test. You know, a lot of those, they, they really sound like they're going to be right, but they're not. So you just got to read those questions thoroughly, you know, make sure that you're um, reading every word, reading them mm -hmm. thoroughly, looking for those false negatives or false positives that are 
seem um, a little misleading. So that is... Uh, yeah, some of the questions, they'll be like, what if the following is false? Or how does this not work? Right. And if you don't read it correctly and you think, okay, how does it work? And then you're answering it wrong. So you actually, I'll underline the false part or <laughs> inappropriate or like how things, what they're actually asking for. So that is really good point. You have to pay attention so much to the question. Yeah, yeah, you have to be very, um, very, very sharp on that and look for ways that they trick you. So, um, on your um, on your study resources, um, the books and everything that you have available, um, you get to keep those. Those are yours, right? Absolutely, yes. So you can use them as reference guides after um, after you get licensed and after you get everything started. Yes, and that's why I wanted to actually purchase the books in person instead of just doing the eBooks. Right, right, I, and I feel like there is, for me, and I, this may not be everybody's learning style, but for me, having something physical to like write in, take notes in, to mm -hmm. highlight, I yes. feel like it helps me retain a little bit better. Yes, I've been highlighting, I got different colored pens, and I marked different colors for different things, yes. Yeah, most definitely. Um, what are some study tips, because I hear, all the time from people in school, they're like, oh my God, it's hard. So it's not as easy, you know, it's like, I don't know, when I, you know, before you take real estate school, you're like, oh, they're going to teach me how to show houses and what to look at. And oh, yeah, all the fun stuff they don't teach you in school. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so when you get it, it's kind of like a, a, an eye opener, like, wow, this is a lot harder than I expected it to be. And studying and learning and retaining the information is huge. And, and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you have to learn almost a whole nother language, right? Yes. Yeah. All of the definitions and things like that, that you don't hear those words commonly, um, unless you're in real estate, um, and they become just daily, <laughs> daily words that you use, but you have to learn a whole new vocabulary, a whole new, um, set of words, a whole new language, um, of real estate. So what are some tips that you have for people that are in school or getting ready to go to school of how they're going to tackle retaining this information and tackle just being able to learn it? It's, it's a lot. Well, that was really hard for me to retain it. I'm actually not someone that reads lots of books. So I was reading this book and after I got done reading it, I couldn't tell you what I just read. It just right. wasn't comprehending up here. Yeah. And so I was like trying to find YouTube videos and just try to get other people to explain it. And maybe that might be better kind of thing. And I ended up calling you. Yes, that's okay. I'm always here. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, it's just not comprehending. Like I, I want to learn this. I really do, but it's just not sticking in there. And so you had a fun little tip to do flashcards. Yes. And so I have. Um, I actually have been writing all the questions that are in the end of every chapter, the okay. little quiz. I've been writing all those on flashcards. Okay. And then I go through my flashcards a couple times a day. All right. I try to get my boyfriend to help me with it. He's not very helpful. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. You know, when I was, um, when I was in pre-licensing school, um, and I was, I was working, I was working a job and doing, um, for the pre-licensing school, you know, part-time and, um, trying to get it, get my license while I was working at another job. And on my lunch breaks, I would, um, the people that were, you know, sitting with me at lunch, I would ask them to quiz me on the flashcards. So they got to learn a little bit about real estate too. <laughs> so, um, yes, it is. It, I think the flashcards are tremendously helpful. I'm actually really good at memorizing. Mm -hmm. So the flashcards are really helping me comprehend better than actually just reading it. 
Okay, great. And the flashcards, like, do you find these online? How, how, how do you come about these flashcards? I made them. Yes. I made them by hand. I've been writing down like crazy. And yeah. then I've also, there's a glossary in the back of the book okay. that have all the keywords and the definitions. So I've been also making flashcards with all the keywords and the definitions so that I know what all of these words mean. Right. That, and that is great. That's amazing. So you made these out of index cards, yes. just like this. I, um, Kimmy actually brought her flashcards today. I did. I did. Um, so I am going to give you a quiz. I'm going to quiz you on these. Okay. And remember, Kimmy's in school, so if she doesn't get them, it's okay. But I think she's pretty, uh, I think she's got these, these things pretty down. I, I am. I'm actually feeling really confident about it. Okay, good. So I'm going to go through this. And you can just pick them at random and the answers are on the back. So cover the back. Oh, okay. I will do. <laughs> and um, and we are going to go through a couple of these because this is two 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 purposes. Uh, we're going to quiz K uh, Kimmy, see how she feels under pressure, and for you guys out there in the audience, just so you know what kind of questions that you should expect or what kind of uh, topics to be covered and just uh, actual things that you might see on that test or in those study guides. Absolutely. All right. So. I'm just coming randomly. Do they, are these organized at no, all? Like, no. Do I have to? Okay. No, do your thing. All right. Awesome. So what determines if a loan is considered first or second with respect to priority? That would be A, larger amount is the first mortgage. B, the order in which the loans were funded will determine priority. C, the order in which the notes and mortgages were recorded will determine priority. Or D, the one with the higher interest rate will be the second. So the answer for that is C. C, the order in which the notes and mortgages were recorded will determine priority. Yes. So I'm gonna fill you guys in a little bit about what that is talking about. So when you have, if you have a mortgage, and you have a first and second loan, or you have, you know, maybe you pulled out a ref, uh, not a refi, a, um, a home equity loan, or some other type of mortgage on the same property, which is common, it happens. Which one is the first? Which one is priority? And priority means which one um, would be um, uh, uh, supersede the other, first to be paid off, or, you know, if in default or whatever, which one falls as priority. And it's the order in which the notes and mortgages were recorded. So whichever one was first will be the, the first in priority. Yes, I knew um, that one. Yay, good job. <laughs> good job. Good job. I love it. Um, okay. Twelve individuals own an apartment complex as tenants in common. One of them, Lola, decides to liquidate her holdings. She may legally... A, sell, Lola has an undivided transferable interest. B, sell, Lola can sell her interest if another owner agrees to sell also. C, not sell, Lola's interest always remains encumbered. Or D, not sell, Lola's interest includes survivorship. So the answer for that is A, Lola may sell. Yes. Lola may sell. She has an undivided transferable interest. And that is, that's the section that talks about how to vest a property. So when you are 
purchasing a property, you're going to go into um, vesting, which is how you hold title. And the way that you hold title would determine things like this, how you are able to sell and what uh, rights you have upon selling your interest in the property um, would base, um, be based upon the type of title you're holding. Good job, Kimmy. I'm very proud of you. Okay. Another one. <laughs> A 15-year-old girl enters into a written agreement with a dance studio to take dance lessons. Her contract is A, valid, B, void, C, voidable, or D, unenforceable. It's C, voidable. Because voidable. she is underage. She is underage. She is not old enough to be able to take, um, uh, enter into a contract. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. You're doing good. I'm going to do one more for you. Are you nervous yet? No, no. No, you are definitely I, confident. Yes. I am sure that you are going to get this, uh, get this test uh, I hope passed. So. I yes, hope so. you're doing good. So who is able to use a loan that is guaranteed by Veterans Administration Home Loan Program? A, a veteran and his spouse. B, a veteran's child. C, the general public or D, both A and B? It's D, both A and B. A veteran's child is, uh, is able to use a veteran loan? Absolutely. Okay, that is, um, that is great. So that's a, that, we're talking about a VA loan. Yes. Yes. All right, awesome. So that is, um, those are just a preview of things that you guys can expect on those uh, pre-licensing classes. So these flashcards, again, as Kimmy mentioned, she she created all these. She wrote out these note cards. She created everything based off of the questions and the, um, the answers at the end of the book. So that's definitely a way of helping retain information. And some of those questions they do, they have all kinds of little story figures of Kathy and Robert or Lola, and, and they just make all these problems for you to try to figure out. But I, it is really helpful that it's multiple choice. Mm -hmm. One of the answers does not make any sense at all. Yes. So, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So um, those are those are definitely um, multiple choice is definitely something that you know you can eliminate the mm -hmm. things that are not right, and then you'll have you know one or two maybe that are close, and then if you read through those a couple times, you'll kind of um, be able to figure it out as long as you know the content. Yes, and then that's why I'm also making the the glossary flashcards as well, so that I know all the content and the definitions of what all these words that they're asking for, the yeah. definitions. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's that's really good too, because you do, like I said, have to learn a whole new language. Um, what is, if you were, someone out there is watching today, about to start school, about to start um, their pre-licensing classes and about to get going, is there any, I guess, immediate tips from your experience so far that you would tell them to be prepared or be ready for before they get started? Um, there is a lot of reading. Yeah. A, a lot. And then you're, you're going to make the flashcards or write notes or anything like that. There's also a lot of writing. Yeah. A, a lot. So um, I would definitely say just take your time and memorize and maybe purposely set aside time. Like I, like I said, I'm doing a chapter a week right now. So that's my goal. Mm -hmm. And I've been able to uphold my goal this whole time. 
Yeah, that's great. And I think it's very important to set aside a time for it. So it's a scheduled time or appointment that you have with yourself to make sure that it's done. And I also think it's important to have a separate notebook, like a designated mm -hmm. notebook just for this. You're going to need to take notes. You are uh, really, I don't <laughs> think that it's going to be, um, I don't think, I, I just don't think it's possible for somebody to do it without taking notes, without writing things down um, to uh, be able to get through this. It is not something to take lightly. Um, there's definitely no. a lot of serious content in it, and it's all for a reason. Um, you know, there's there's things that we need to know. We have a um, when we're realtors, we're working with the people's people's biggest investment at many times, people's mm -hmm. biggest uh, purchase or sell, and nothing to take lightly. It's a uh, we can. Uh, there's a lot that a realtor is responsible for, and, and I'm sure you're learning that as well, right? Yes, I didn't realize how I love house hunting. So I just thought, oh, it's so super fun. Yeah. But no, you're right. This is the person's probably the biggest sale they've ever made in their life. And it's not just a, a sale paid in full. Sometimes it's a 30 year loan. This is time consuming. Like, yeah, it's really big deal. It is a really big deal. And, and it's, it's people's, um, the way I like to see it is like, you know, it's like people's whole I mean, life, their, their, their family life, their home life is, you know, they're, they're putting it in our hands. It's a big deal. There's a lot yes. for us to, um, you know, you definitely have to handle the whole situation with care. And did you get to that part yet where it's care, obedience, uh, you know, all yes. of those? Yes. And the a trick for that was to remember the answer is cold AC. Cold AC and cold AC stands for? It I, I don't know. <laughs> Care, obedience, um, loyalty, loyalty. Um, uh, oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I'll, I'll refresh myself on that after. When I see it down in the book, I, I spell out cold AC, and I'm like, okay, that's that answer. Yeah, yeah, no, most definitely. And it, hey, it's been seven years. Give me a break here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still learning. Okay. Yeah, no, definitely. So, um, so yeah, the, uh, you know, the, the again, it's those things um, that you have to know on that on that test. Um, you know, it becomes uh, second nature. It's. Um, when we're in the business, you know, the, the residential disclosure guide, um, you know, that's one of the parts that I don't know if you've got to that part yet, but, or you will get to that part of there's a 32 page guide that we give to our clients and we got to know what, you know, all 32 of those pages mean and what it says and be able to explain it to somebody else. And, um, those are just things that, that we, you know, you got to know, you have to know. So, um, it's a lot, it's a lot. It's a lot, but don't worry. Don't let it, don't let it scare you away. You know, you will, you will definitely, you know, you learn and you absorb the information as you go along. Yeah. At first I was like, what did I get myself into? But no, I, now I'm like, I really want to learn this. So yeah. Yeah. And I think you'll do great. So it's, I, I, you know, I had another friend that was going through the pre-licensing classes and while she was in the classes and even she, she didn't pass the test the first couple of times, she was like, I think I signed up for something I didn't, I shouldn't do. And I was like, no, I really think you have it in you get through this part and you won't regret it. Once it's done, you'll learn. Don't worry. Like you will learn. Cause she struggled really a lot with the classes and with the test. So yes. I think she, it took her three times to pass the test. Yeah, no, I do. So, I foresee it being really hard. Yeah. And she struggled. She almost gave up and, and, and I really, I, you know, I knew her and I know what's needed. And I was like, you got this, just keep on trying. Don't give up. And she is, she's doing really well, like really well in real estate right now. She's a, you know, she's one of the top agents, um, in her company and she is, 
she's flourishing. She's doing very well. She's absorbed the information. I mean, now she can just rattle it off to me, you know, like she knows it like the back of her hand. You just have to get through that part. It's a little, it's a little challenging, but don't give up. You know, if you yeah, have no, it. I am. I'm just trying to take my time one chapter at a time and just like one step at a time and see how I can retain it and memorize it and learn it so that I can pass this final. Yeah, you'll pass it. And if you can see that in her and you see that in me, I'm very excited for the future. Yeah, I think I'm good at uh, picking out good agents. <laughs> <laughs> I have a skill. I'm like, you'll be a good realtor. <laughs> so, um, so far I haven't been, uh, haven't, haven't been wrong. I've been, I, nice. I really... Um, Percentage-wise, you're killing it. Yeah, percentage-wise, I'm killing it. So I could... Uh, I could definitely do that. Um, so, yes, I'm um, excited for you. Happy for you to Thank get you. your license and Thank to get so all much. these things going on. I know that you're going to be licensed soon and you're going to get up and run in and ready to go and, and learn this whole uh, fun business that we have out here. It is, um, I mean, Vegas real estate market's crazy. So, um, it's, you know, we'll see what the market's like uh, at the time you, you, you're ready to get out here and hit the ground running. You know, I'm really looking forward to it. And I just want to say thank you to you. You've answered all my questions and like, I got to shadow you that for that whole week and just see if I can do what you do and your faith in me and all this. It's been really helpful. Oh, thank you. I'm excited. And I'm excited for you. I think you're going to be great. So thank you so much. You're, you're very welcome. And everybody out there, thank you for joining us on Realty Check. Starting next week, we are starting a whole new series. It's going to be a seven-week series. And we're going to talk about loans, different ways that you can finance property. Because we all know there's not just one way to finance. There's not just one loan type out there. There's, you know, we have uh, down payment assistance programs is going to be our starting, um, our starting week, uh, the first part of the series. We're going to talk about those programs that are available here in Nevada. Um, we're going to get into VA loans, how to use your VA loan, how to use different loan types. We're even going to hit a topic on how to purchase a fourplex as an owner occupant and have the other three units pay your mortgage. So it's going to be a fun series. You guys are going to want to follow this series, download it on iTunes. Um, make sure that you're following us on Facebook. Please take a moment to leave us a review on whatever portal you're watching through. That really means a lot to us, means a lot to our show. And thanks for joining us. You guys can always reach out to me, Trish Williams, 702 3082878 and thank you Kimmy for being on our show today. It was fun. Thank you. All right. You guys have a great day.